Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Pod save the Queen! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen. We've had a, a, a summer off. We are back. Charlotte is in school. Everything is changing. Um, so since since the little royals have gone back to school, we thought we'd better go back to work and bring you a podcast. We hope you've had a restful summer, whatever you have been doing. And um, getting back to normal life hasn't been too much like hard work. If it has been, then have a listen to us and, uh, you know, delve into some royal niceness and fashion and catching up on everything that's been going on with some of your favorite podcasters. I am your host Anne Gripper still. I am back again with my three bestest most regular pod buds who who come and hang out with us to talk about all matters royal. So we have royal editor Russell Myers is back Hello. again. Welcome back Russell. Nice to see you. Uh, style director Amber Grafland looking fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. <laughs> I particularly like Amber's Amber's dress today. I'm going to put a picture of it up on our Instagram so you can see why she is. Well, she's looking very lovely. Um, Zoe obviously is also looking lovely. She's back with us as well. One of our online writers who's been writing a lot about the royals has never really gone away this summer. Yeah, they haven't quite hasn't quite been the summer break from royal things that we were maybe expecting. So lots of lovely things to keep. What us you busy. mean you didn't have six weeks off? From no. Missed that one apparently. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you not get that memo? <laughs> I, would, I would be back at school when yeah. you didn't have to do anything for weeks mm. and weeks and weeks. Oh, and Charlotte's going to have to get used to the fact that she's not just on holiday all the time. No, big change coming up big for her. Well, coming up started already. Started already. So she started at the same school as uh, as Big Brother George last week, um, and. Didn't they look incredibly cute in their little school it uniforms? Yeah, the lo- the videos and the pictures coming through were really, really cute. There was all kind of all that they all the four of them all arrived together. They kind of walked across the car park. They were holding hands. It was very, very sweet. She looked gorgeous in her new uniform as well. She looks quite grown up as well. Like she does, yeah. And she also looked a bit. We're used to her looking really confident, actually. But she did when she walked across the car park. She was kind of almost hiding a little bit behind Kate's arm, which was very, very sweet. And yeah, not what we used to seeing from her, but completely understandable. It's a big day, um, and a few photographers there as well. But no, it's very sweet. And I have to say, blue and red, classic uniform colours. That's what I had when I was at primary school. I wasn't that. I didn't realise you were so posh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not have a uniform? I mean, it didn't. I did. It didn't look I like did. that. I'm talking about having a blue jumper with like the red logo printed on it, uh, and like a little red burgundy shirt and gold. Marks and Spencer's gold. Cash. Burgundy Ooh. and gold. Were you at Hogwarts? <laughs> 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 <For> sure. <laughs> So yeah, so school uniform. That's uh, I bet it. Well, 
probably a better chance of those two coming home looking reasonably pristine in it than maybe uh, yeah maybe <laughs> most people's children and did you see her school bag as well so Kate was carrying her school bag when they walked across the playground and she had a really cute little um pink sequined unicorn keychain attached to it which I think got lots of parents quite excited because I think that's very similar to an accessory that Lots and lots of kids have got at the moment unicorns being the new unicorns are very yeah, the new yeah, trolls. The new How many decades of use? Yeah, they yeah, still got Pokemon. I don't know. <laughs> hey, unic- unicorns have definitely become a thing They're in like big. the last yeah. three years or something. Why? Why? Oh, I don't know. Then <laughs> tweet me. Yeah. <laughs> Please explain. Why unicorns are in. Russell has mastered the pussy bow and he's now moving on yeah, to the <laughs> Drink. <laughs> but it, I, I think when she started, was it when she started at nursery school, she'd got like a little um, uh, horse um, rucksack or something. There was a no, kind of horse reference at something. Picture, it was another unicorn thing. She had a little unicorn handbag when they went to, it was one of the events over the summer. I can't remember. I think okay. it might have been the polo. Because it was a photo that was shared on Twitter on an anniversary or something. But yeah, so she had a little unicorn handbag oh, yeah. then or a, thing, a little purse definitely, or something. Definitely so. horse, horses, horses with, the, with the horns or not yeah. are, <laughs> are part of royal life for sure. Um, Kate looked very incredible. I mean, if you're, if you're a mum at the school gates when the Duchess of Cambridge is turning yeah. up as and well. you're in your pyjamas, like, you probably don't want yeah. to <laughs> I mean, people talk about the competition at the school gates between mothers. Not that I've ever encountered it because I very rarely actually do the school drop, but that's a whole other story. But she won that. I mean, we didn't see any of the other parents, but I'm very confident that she won that that day. I mean, that that blow dry was epic. Phenomenal. And the dress was amazing. Michael calls, but she hasn't worn it before, but we only saw a glimpse of it when she was arriving for Meghan's wedding. For the beginning, the preparation, we saw her in the back of a car. And it's we like saw a bit of the print, so yeah, yeah. it's that dis- it's a really distinctive print. So yeah. it's the kind of thing that you can quite retro, yeah. It should look very cool, yeah. No, it's, and the you know kind of the black belt across the middle is a nice, mm. nice touch with it as well. Very chic. I mean, I hope they went off the two of them afterwards to like celebrate with a cup of coffee, yeah, or, or something. <laughs> Someone just go, oh, thank goodness, that's two two of them out the way. We've just got Louis now to uh, to enjoy at home, um, and. Uh, Prince William looking very much actually like he's in uh, in Russell's school uniform of uh, shirt and chinos, yeah. <laughs> although it's added blazer. Yeah, so he's much, much smarter than me. That's yeah. <laughs> very classy. Oh. There was a really cute moment actually when they walked in as well, and you could hear um, you could obviously hear a bit of their um, interactions. And Kate was kind of saying to Charlotte, "Oh, George is going to have to show you the way," and you know, like so that normal thing of having a big big brother or sister at the school that already. Nervous. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, big brother. Well, I'm I'm a big what? sister. I'm the oldest of ours. I don't think I ever really terrorised my younger brothers and sisters. Maybe at home a little bit. My grandmother would say, "I used to boss well, around my brother." Any feedback from Adam's family would have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I, I'm not. No, I will not give them the address. No, I used to declare what my brother was or wasn't eating on any given week. So whether he was or not, it I sounds don't like know. bullying to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> traumatic. I was being helpful. It's being helpful. And um, what do we know about the school, Zoe? Uh, so it is a private school in London. Um, the fees are around, well, just less than 20 grand. So 19,287 to be pounds? exact. Pounds. Probably about yeah, $25,000 maybe. But because Charlotte is their second student there, Kate and William will actually get a discount, you know, which will obviously Thrifty be a big, yeah. <laughs> So it'll go down to, oh, well, it's about £300 cheaper for Charlotte to attend over George. So is that per term or per year, those fees? 
Can't remember. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a year. Yeah, it's about £600. £500 uniform. They're not getting it from George Asda. No. It's a very expensive uniform. which would And the discount on the school price. fees doesn't even pay for the uniform. No, it doesn't, <laughs> you know. Oh, well. And there's lots of extra bits as well because they, they do some interesting subjects as well, like they do ballet. Um, which so George is a fan which, of. Yes, which exactly. And um, French, which yes. they both speak anyway. And that was... That was um, you know, there's obviously so much that we've not spoken about over the summer, but that was one of the really lovely things that happened over the summer after something pretty horrible. Like, don't don't have go at a small child for learning to dance. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with boys dancing. Yes, nothing. Absolutely. There is a reason that Strictly Come Dancing or Dancing yeah. with the Stars is an absolute Big global fun. smash hit. And, um, you know, it was seeing everybody who came out in, I think it was Times Time Square. Square. Yeah. 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 And they yeah. did huge, did well, like it was after displays. a comment from one of the GMA presenters, wasn't it, who was poking fun at him for, yeah. for loving times. He said that he won't be into that in a couple of years, but... Apparently he's massively into it. And and French. You speak French, don't you? So May we? What does <laughs> <laughs> what does um William call Charlotte? He calls a mignonette. Oh, Isn't that my, my it, that it, like do you remember? Little darling, do you remember yeah, saying. it means little darling. So when they were at where well, Kate's garden, the garden at the Chelsea yeah. Flower Show, he called her mignonette, which means my little darling. That's very sweet. Yeah. Really yeah. Very cute. And she said ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> So as, as any as any small child of would. course yeah. so <laughs> no I think it's I think it's that was really um you know like kind of having that flash mob of people doing a, a ballet class yeah, yeah, in cool. Times Square is really cool I'm a massive fan of Strictly Come Dancing have been from the beginning and I learned to dance before that I, really? I do Latin and ballroom. Oh, do you? Yeah. Cool. I did ballet when I was little and it was really boring. It was just walking around a room with okay. pointing your toes. So and I was just like, no, I'm not doing this for another year. <laughs> See, I cool. didn't know that about you. Think you know a person? See, I did you it as well. Know. I did it when I was younger, when I was a teenager. Oh, did I did ballroom and Latin. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Not fair. Yeah. You were bored. <laughs> <So boring. laughs> what special gift are we doing? I I'm really good at trapeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent circus school for us yeah. all. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a ballroom girl. I can't really do the Latin very much. I feel very silly. But ballroom is is great. Anyway, enough of enough about me. This is not a po- not a podcast about me. This is a podcast <laughs> about the royal family. I must remember that sometimes. Um, so uh, we saw we saw, you spotted Charlotte as well in another rather cute little outfit that you were yeah, a big fan new of. New website alert. Um, littlecottonclothes.com so she was wearing a really cute little gingham dress so it was obviously in the midst of the everybody talking about how um, the Sussexes and the Cambridges travel and obviously the Cambridges were spotted on the tarmac boarding a commercial flight the only thing I noticed was Charlotte's dress she's wearing a little gingham dress and it's the Audrey dress and it's on sale at the moment and it's really really beautiful children's clothes and I think the dress you can buy it for like £12 at the Ooh. moment so yeah good one to go and have a little look at yeah well maybe you know get the Christmas presents in now yeah I mean, very <laughs> traditional the kind of thing that Kate always dresses Charlotte in little smock dresses lots of lovely things with long sleeves and then smock bodices but really relatively affordable and really beautiful clothes so yeah that has been one of the kind of running themes of the summer really hasn't it kind of kicked off Mm, I've kind of scratched something there haven't I how how the royals travel and it is it is really interesting because Mm. you know it is part of their job to go to places yeah yeah it is part of their job to go to places and um, have a lot of staff and security with yeah. them. Yeah, and we all go to places. I do. So we do fly. Yeah, you know, I I do try to like recycle my stuff and be a good, 
you know, a reasonably good environment yeah. person. I've been buying my sandwiches this week and rather than bringing them into right the which is naughty. right back on those jets as well, which I admire you for. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> ever, right back. I haven't ever taken a private jet, I have to say. Although I think if I could, the temptation would be high. I mean, yes. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm debating, you know, I'm going somewhere at the weekend. Do I, do I drive, or, which would be or probably helicopter. more convenient, or do I get the train, which would be, you know, better in other, you know, in other ways. So we face that dilemma in a small way. Am I going to... You know, walk yeah, in, right. walk yeah, in and do the chores right. rather than get in the car, yeah. which would be simpler. But uh, yeah, taking a private jet, it there's t- I think there's two things about it, isn't there? There's it separates them from other people. Kind of, you know, th- there is a lot of they they're quite normal. Yes, they're royals, but they are just like you and me, and that often is an image that the f- the royal family want to kind of project and then every now and then it's like hang on then yeah nothing well, like they turn it on where they want yeah, that's that's for sure so there's that aspect of it and then there is you know harry and megan among the causes that they have chosen which they are championing hard and you know already doing in a lot of ways really good works for environment is one of them and you know the commonwealth canopy stuff will be coming up on the tour and all of this kind of thing and then the um uh, there were the lovely pictures of prince harry dancing again actually with um diane fossey Mm. It? and so I was just when I was catching up for this and seeing even the comments on that were uh, you know it, that was a part of an environment announcement and p- fans were or people comment, certainly commenting on the Instagram page were kind of calling them out as being hypocritical it's like you can say this stuff about the environment but if you're now flying about how do those two things I don't think together? this would have been picked up you know for what it's worth I don't think this this would have been picked up if it hadn't have been in such a small space of time and perhaps because of because of that that you know the instances were four private jets in 11 days whilst going to a climate change speech and doing a barefoot speech in, in front of all these Google executives whilst staying on a billionaire's yacht that emits 7,000 tons of carbon into the atmosphere an hour if they if they all hadn't it was a perfect storm almost that you mm. know they're doing this one thing I mean, if they got like private jets to all, you know, engagements over the year, it probably wouldn't have been, you know, such a big thing. But because it emerged like that and because potentially we're in a quieter period, you know, which yeah, is the summer, The summer is known as silly season. It's silly season. This is not a silly you know? story. Yeah, it isn't. But it, it, but it means there is more space for it, it to exist. There's more space and, and, you know, and it actually got picked up and it just... And, and I do think that it, it was just... Um, again the perfect storm that he had been making a climate change speech in the very same sort of week or 10 days that he was getting on private jets and flying to Ibiza and Nice where there are several commercial flights per day that and they could go on the got. train yes of, well, of not course. to Ibiza well I mean. again but you know th- th- and I don't necessarily buy the the excuse that he had that you know there are unique circumstances that present themselves and for the safety of my family that we need to take private jets. I, I think that is a valid reason when it comes to it and that you are potentially flying to, um, you know, let's say potentially dangerous places like um, when Prince William's gone to the Middle East or whether they're going to Africa and there's certain, you know, places they can't actually access, that's absolutely fine. However, um, I just don't think that it was the right way to approach it. And unfortunately, they've. Um, I think the tide of opinion has, has really not fallen on, on um, their side on this one. And I'm sure, you know, Elton John was probably to d- trying to do a really nice thing. I'll, you know, I'll fly you out, come and visit. Mm. And obviously, you know, he's he's been a real 
supporter of the princess since mm. their since their mother died as you know a friend of the family and all that kind of thing but it was just and if you're elton john like you know that's probably normal flying about yeah. in a private jet and you you aren't held up to the scrutiny that totally. the royal family and are. it's you know what he's probably a friend of the family it's a nice thing you imagine one of your friends inviting you to their house wherever it may be and say do you know what come and st- you've had a busy time at work come and stay with us for a week i'll send a taxi for yes you. exactly or mm. i'll pick you up from the airport or so and so will pick you up if that's just the world they operate in but then to go on the offensive and to say, I've done this for these reasons. And oh, by the way, I did send a private jet, but I paid the 35 quid for the carbon credits. So I think that people find that, that there are just certain people living in a very different world. And I think sometimes it's a bit hard to, to stomach for, you know, the, the normal folks such as we are. Yeah, so it's a bit awkward. And I mean, Harry obviously came out sort of saying I did uh, 99%. I, I do. Which is, again is a ridiculous flights. statement. Wait, again, someone did then, yeah. you know, it's I, just, a, it's one just of the a bit papers. silly. I just think, hold your hands up and say, you know, what well, we did, but nobody's, and he did say nobody's perfect. I really respected that, actually. He said yeah, nobody's perfect. You can't perfect. champion a cause only 95% of the time. You either stand you up are, and talk about these things for sure. and you believe it, or you don't or stand you up don't, and talk yeah. about it. That's you the way I see yeah. it. Yeah, and I and I fall I fall on on mm. that side as well, and I do think, let's say, yeah, I think the problem with Harry and Meghan a lot of time, which is you know been argued um, in several quarters over the last few months, is that they don't necessarily take the right advice, or they're not mm. you know taking it on board. Now, this is something that has become. You know, Harry will say that he's been championing conservation. Um, ideals for a long time but I think it's really come to the fore he's left the army he's really talking about conservation how can we look at climate change and and, and of course it will be a life's work however you know you are right in saying that you can't just be an eco-warrior three and a half days of the week you need to really believe in it and you Mm. really need to you know espouse the actual virtues of it and get on board with it Mm. do you think it will do you think it will change how they operate I think the, the tide of public opinion will have shocked them if they are listening to it, because I don't know if they will necessarily take it on board. Now, Megan's, or, or she said in the past, I don't read anything. I, I, I know that not to be true. And I don't think, you know, I don't, I, how can you avoid everything? And if she is you actually the, the woman internet, behind the Instagram account and reading the comments, no, I mean, then. It's, you know, it's fairly obvious that she is, I think. But if you, you know, you, you can't, you can't dismiss everything i think they would do well to take on board that you know they've they've made a mistake and you know nobody's expecting them to be getting on easy jet and flying up to here we do know they live you live a different object we you know we would be getting private jets if you had the opportunity but you know if you then are telling your friends or you know the wider population that every blade of grass every drop of water counts and making you know barefoot speeches to billionaires, then you, you've got to you've got to try and think of it, have a long hard look at yourself. I think so tricky. tricky it time. is a tricky situation, tricky and I don't you know, I don't envy them at all. Because They're not the only people suffering from this. When they all go to Davros, they all everyone all the Hollywood celebs flying mm. for that and do the yoga yeah. and everything. They've all flown well, in. Well, look on at jets. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, he's, I mean, you know, he's, a, he's another one, but he's getting on a, a yacht for you know twelve weeks of the summer. But on the one hand, he's raising an awful lot of money and donating there to good causes. Go. Exactly. So should he not do it? Or it's just, everyone is. It's a minefield. It's a minefield mm. yeah. and a trade-off. I don't. I mean, I don't think we're expecting um, Meghan and Harry to go the full David Cameron. No. So David Cameron, former prime minister, notoriously, you know, he and his wife are very well off. Um, they like to go to Ibiza for their holidays, but for the time that he was prime minister, they basically had to go on one of the budget airlines. Yeah. 
otherwise <laughs> otherwise he was going to get an absolute kicking Roasting, for the whole yeah. of the summer so you know that's we're why not... i resigned <laughs> <laughs> well it's not worth it though is it it's not worth it <laughs> so you know we're not saying it should go like that because and ultimately, you know, so they're, they're going on tour to South Africa coming up, which we'll talk more about we a will. little bit later in the show. Um, so, you know, that inevitably is going to involve flights. You can't, I mean, in the olden days, the Queen used to go on a I just clarified this stage, I am flying commercial for the benefit of the environment. <laughs> <laughs> and economy, which is also better Turned for the environment. Turned yeah. down again. Yeah, selfless. <laughs> selfless, Russell. Um, while we're dealing with the trickier aspects yes. of the royal royal summer, don't worry, we will get back to the dresses in a little bit. But Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Russell can hardly... He's missed his way. Are you ready to silence hooks. him? Are you ready? <laughs> just, just so you know, uh, we have been sending each other pictures of pissy, pussy bows yep. throughout the summer just to uh, keep <laughs> spirits <laughs> up until we got back <laughs> together. Um, the other... Uh, PR nightmare. I mean, let's not call it anything no, else, it really. Yeah, for the for the palace yeah. this summer yeah. has been an essentially an old story that has come back to haunt them through the death of of um, Jeffrey Epstein, who was a friend of Prince Andrew, and then was convicted of some pretty soliciting prostitution. Things. And you know, he's a he's a disgraced uh, billionaire financier who uh, Prince Andrew was very friendly with. And uh, you know, the sort of ambiguity of saying that he was a, an acquaintance, and then was he a personal friend? How much did he spend time with him? And certainly, how much of that time was? Uh, how did he stand by him after the conviction? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think Underage involved as well. I think well, it's, it's a seventeen-year-old girl who who is now forty-odd-year-old woman who claims that she had had sex with Prince Andrew when she was seventeen, which is under the age of consent in Florida, I believe. So, um, you know, it, it is a it's a it's a hot potato for the for the royal family to deal with at the moment. Prince Andrew has vehemently denied any wrongdoing. He has said how um, abhorrent he found Jeffrey Epstein's um, case and conviction and behaviour. To be, you know, he made uh, he's admitted that he made a mistake still uh, befriending him after the conviction came in 2010. But then, obviously, he was arrested, you know, over the last uh, six months ago, um, and and then committed suicide in a in a in prison in in the states. So, um, unfortunately, I think that this is something that isn't going to go away. It does, you know, fortunately for him, a lot of these uh, facts are being rehashed. There's nothing really new in the story at the moment. But um, I think he he needs to come out and probably say that he will um, unequivocally um, uh, adhere to, to what, what, whatever the, the lawyers want him to do. Co- cooperate fully absolutely with Absolutely cooperate, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is but we haven't heard that from it, from him at the moment to, 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 to say unabidingly, <laughs> I will, you know, help them in any way they want so um so so watch this space i think until until doing that and then yesterday he was pictured on which will be tuesday he was um he's running a uh, a, a golf tournament in uh, county antrim in northern ireland and it's this uh, a golf tournament that he founded called the young champions duke of york trophy but he was pictured with a chap who is one of the world's um, most vehement and fiercest celebrity reputation lawyers, a guy called Paul Tweed, who has represented people like Harvey Weinstein, Liam Neeson, Britney Spears, when I think she was having a bit of a, um, a tough time. Um, he's also represented uh, Sarah, the Duchess of York, who's obviously had her well, trials and tribulations. <laughs> so he, but, you know, the, 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 
the response to that was he is a family friend. He obviously lives in Belfast. He was close to, to the Duke. However, I just find sometimes the optics don't really work. And this is for the royal family and they don't really get it. And this was definitely one of those periods that if you are... Um, you know, involved in this sort of scandal, and it is a scandal, um, which is going to be ongoing for for, for a long time. Um, you probably shouldn't be seen with one of your mates who is a reputation manager, shall we say? So, and, and your reputation is getting a bit of a battering. And it is also such a different thing for you know the royal family dealing with stuff as opposed to your common or garden celebrity or footballer, because the kind of the traditional way of the royal family is sort of. Don't in- never, try and avoid never complain, never explain. Yeah, don't really acknowledge it. Don't address it. Just let it. The whole thing will go away. And now, even more than before, stuff doesn't really just go go away. So, we'll, you know, I think that will be that. I mean, it's been running for years already. And well, the court of public opinion is 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 you know carries a lot of weight these days because everyone can have their say at the touch of a button. And, and yeah, you've and got social is, media, and you, and it's post the kind of Me Too of era course, of you know. actually the things that men used yeah. to get away with. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, not absolutely. Allowed, yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There's a harder line. They're yeah. not getting away with it. Unfortunately, right or wrong, at the moment, he's kind of guilty by association, which is awful. Which is yes. the worst place. No, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. any yeah. grounding in any of these allegations. But because this story is not going away and we keep seeing the same photograph surfacing, actually staying quiet, I don't think he's doing him any favours. No. no. So the Queen's had a slightly tricky summer in places. So, you know, she's got her her, her grandson and his, his wife getting criticised for their flight plans. And you've got her... Her son, who is getting criticised for his past associations, and then and then what happens is British politics decides <laughs> to drag you into the whole yeah. sorry mess of Brexit, and you have some MPs. It's only wonder we're recording this, isn't it? I, I know. Think we're imploding. So we're not we're not gonna, we're not going to dwell on this too much, but you know. You, you're just thinking you're gonna have a nice a nice day. Maybe go out for a ride around the estate, see your corgis, and just chill out with the family. And then you've got some MPs turn up and say, "Ma'am, we'd like to suspend Parliament, please." Is this okay? And she has to say yes, essentially, Mm. because she has to act on what the government does, because that's how our constitutional monarchy works. She acts on the advice of of her advisors, who is the prime minister. So she suspends parliament. And now that's all going through the courts of is it actually legal? or This has been been compounded by, you know, the, 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 the... the gap between politics and the royal family has always been quite defined. They don't really get involved. And then you've obviously had Charles over the years but having certain political views. But recently, over the last year, we've seen the Queen, Charles and William make sort of veiled statements over Brexit about bringing communities together, about how we shouldn't have such division within our, within our communities. Now she's been lumped in with having to suspend Parliament, and now it's it's just been voted today that it's potentially illegal. The, the Scot- Scottish courts yeah. have ruled it illegal. illegal. It's going uh, government saying we're not going to listen to it until the English courts have ruled on it, which is obviously great for the United Kingdom, yeah. disunited, disunited Kingdom we are. Yeah. Anyway, so this is a sorry mess that we're in. We may come and just do. I mean, Russell's going to go away on the tour with Harry and Meghan. He might. I might not get back in. <laughs> when I'm back, oh no, no, I'm back on October. So I'm well, it's okay. not Europe, South Africa. Yes, but my, but can I not get back in? Maybe I won't I even know. my passport. Who knows? I need to have <laughs> my Irish one. God, theory me. This is it's such it's a mess. What's going it's on? Wait, right, we 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 need to get back to just doing like shout outs for the weather references on the podcast, not the Brexit references. This is a no, we talked about the heat. Uh, no, that was we before didn't. when we talked about the heat we wave. When you got told off for not wearing a tie. Oh, yes, I got told off at Buckingham Palace not wearing a tie. But it was about 30 
one degrees, which, you know, in hot London, it was very hot UK. and sticky. Yeah. Anyway, right. So that's the summer. Done and dusted. I mean, the summer really is done and dusted. Yes. It's cold it outside. Is. It's tempting to, put the, tempting to put the heating on. What have we got to look on. forward to? But no, because of the environment. We're not putting yeah. the heating on yeah. just yet. Um, so, uh, Megan is back to work tomorrow. She is? Well, um, and it will be today by the time you're listening to this. Ask me why I know that. Amber, I know that Megan's back to work tomorrow because I shall be there. I've been invited to an event, so it's kind of a press announcement. Um, As we all know, Megan's involved with SmartWorks. It's a charity that she feels very strongly about. It's about getting, it's about helping women get back to work, but it's through clothing. So they're going to launch a capsule collection tomorrow. For what I understand, it's John Lewis, Jigsaw, and Mark Spencer that are involved. Um, they're all going to be there and we're going to have an announcement, just a bit more information really, because at the moment we're not quite sure how the fashion side of it's going to work. We know they've all been working on it. Um, she's given the charity lot of publicity. It's already really benefiting from her being a patron and being involved. Every item bought, uh, every item of clothing that's bought from the capsule collection, there'll be an item of clothing that's donated to the charity. And oh, the wow. idea is that women that are looking to get back into work who maybe don't have the right wardrobe for interviews will be able to basically get clothing through the charity. So it's an amazing idea. Um, it's a great concept. Obviously, it's, it's, it's something that's very close to Megan. And yeah, let's see what she's got to say tomorrow. I'm very intrigued. I'm very yeah, excited. I'm really I don't excited know what to wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good, that is a good question. What does one wear? Well, you, you shouldn't have wasted your gorgeous dress today. You can bust it out tomorrow. Go oh something yeah. radical, like a bin bag. <laughs> <laughs> and just say, it's like this is the new thing. I don't know if I'm going to pull that off. Thanks for the idea. Um, and then, ha- so, yeah, Russell, Russell's, uh, Russell's not going tomorrow. Amber is going Do you know what I could wear, though? A pussy bow. A pussy bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Well, Kate's um, the queen of the pussy bow. We know that anyway. But I, so. I look very like her, I think. Ooh. I have brown hair. Okay. <laughs> I could do that. Heavy blow dry. Um, <laughs> and uh, hopefully Amber might either share us some pictures or do a little video with yeah. her verdict on our, on our pod save Instagram happens, tomorrow. you'll be the first to know. No. We shall look forward to it. Because um, Megan shared some really cute behind the scenes behind the scenes video um, from the shoot. So we've seen a couple. We've kind of had a bit of a sneak peek at some of the items, haven't we? There's a we know there's a white shirt in there somewhere. Oh, she got went to along. Be a white shirt. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> yeah it wasn't perhaps yeah. the most exciting out. You know. Not, not leopard, leopard print shirt. No, no, no unfortunately no. not. Um, but there was a great kind of shot of her. She was there styling during the photo shoot, and there was lots of cute. She looked very excited. There were lots of yeah. hugs. Yeah. Hugging. There. It was quite touchy feely, and, yeah. and like all girls together, and all that kind of thing. So it'll be interesting to see how how that is. And well, the other big thing that Megan's done in her in her maternity leave, probably, <gasps> is the big Vogue, Vogue. special Vogue September edition. September issue. Which is the big one. Mm, the really big one. I mean, that was a huge decision that they made, obviously, to give her the cover, because the, the September issue is the big, it's the commercial one. It's the one that Vogue will get all their advertising from, all the new collections are out, and basically that issue probably funds every other issue for the next 12 months. So to give that over to a charitable cause, that was, that was a big, big deal for them. I love the story about how it came about as well that they shared in the I know actually in the letter that she was she went to discuss just doing a general well Edward Ellenthal the editor approached Megan about being on the cover which obviously you know big decision September issue was obviously going to sell lots of copies but had financial ramifications she then phoned him back because the meeting went very well and it was her idea to guest edit she wasn't actually approached about that idea that was her idea she went away and she thought about it the conversation had gone very well and obviously there was more she wanted to add and she had more ideas and it kind of ran from there so it was quite an organic process 
and it was cute like because she was she wrote in her letter about how it happened and she said she gave a really kind of honest uh, you know story about so she said that she sent him a message asking and she said she wrote the message then kind of wimped out a bit so deleted it then wrote it again and said finally wound up the courage to press send and then said you know as we've all been in the situation if you can see someone typing a reply and you see those three little dots come up and you sit there like oh what have I done but yeah so that I thought that was quite cute (laughs) (laughs) not gonna happen (laughs) thanks but no (laughs) (laughs) but of course one of the you know initially he'd approached her presumably with the idea of her being on the cover yeah I think that was was a straightforward glamorous photo shoot which would have been real, well received as well, I think. Of course, And yeah. I know that she'd said she didn't want to do it because it would appear boastful, and that got kind of miscommunicated, mm. you know. And I, and I think that was just a bit of people being a bit unkind because, you know, um, Kate's been on the cover of Vogue, right? And obviously yeah. Charles has done Country Life and what have you. But I don't think it would have been boastful. I think that, you know, it no, would have been, been well, really received, well received. And, and she would have been unusual. able to talk about her projects mm. and stuff. But then she came up with this idea and yeah. all power to her. All power yeah, to I think, her. I think if you're doing a thing, if you're doing a, a theme of, um, mm. you know, voices of change, change. Yeah, yeah, voices great of change and then say, oh, well, here's a big picture of me mm. on the front. I'm not too sure whether statement. I, yeah. I'm not too sure whether I agree with the foil on the front. Uh, the mirror. I d- I yeah. <laughs> was it a mirror or was yeah. it foil? It was an yeah. actual mirror. Well, no, no, no. It, the idea. it was foil. It was meant to be yeah. a mirror. Yeah. 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 I mean... Oh, what, to, to count as you? Yeah, because you're so a you're force a for change. change. Am I? <laughs> Gosh. We're all, everyone is a force for change, Russell. Oh, God. It's just you've got to look at yourself in the mirror. I've told you I'm mirror. not getting the private jets anymore. <laughs> <I'm flying laughs> so you're, Russell, you're, you're our force for change. Thank don't, you. Don't, don't, don't undermine yourself. <laughs> but, of course, the whole issue then became about her cause and the whole um, September issue, the, the, there were Commonwealth designers featured in it, ethical and sustainable brands all the way through the magazine, the idea being that it wasn't about the clothes, but it was all about heritage history and heirloom um the fact that peter Lindbergh did the did the shoot obviously he's just passed away very tragically so it's quite poignant that he actually did the shoot Mm. it was a lovely tribute that they paid on their instagram as well yeah so his career was very much about capturing the essence of people he kind of took not the glamour away because he made people very glamorous that's kind of undermining what he did but he very much liked to photograph people as they were and he was very famous for being on a shoot and it didn't matter how famous the person was they would spend two and two and a half hours in hair and makeup and they'd come onto set and he'd say take the makeup off too much makeup I want to see you. So that's why they chose him. And I like that idea. Um, yeah, just on that quickly, he said that Megan said yes. the instruction he gave was... I we, want to see I the freckles. freckles. Yeah, which yeah. I thought was lovely. That was Megan's instruction. So that's yes. very much why she chose him, because he had that reputation. And I think because he was such a phenomenal photographer, I think as a celebrity or any person, to be stripped bare actually is... Well, you're exposed, but because he was so amazing at bringing out people, she knew he was the right person to do that. And I think he very much achieved that with that cover. And I think everyone felt very confident with him. The fact that they had all those amazing people and managed to do that actually in two shoots. I mean, the shoot covered three continents and took, you know, months to put together. And he had to do it via video links because all these people, you know, they're very... you know, very busy women, I imagine, with very busy diaries, but they managed to pull the whole thing together. So a lot of work went into that. And I think sometimes maybe as a person picking up a magazine off a shelf, you probably don't see that or realise that. But there was a lot of commitment to, to the project from everyone involved. So I think it was an incredible achievement. And I know it's kind of an echo almost in some ways of what they've been doing on their Instagram account when each month they've been choosing a group of people, of accounts around a particular theme and highlighting them. And instead of doing it on Instagram this time, Megan was doing it in the magazine. Exactly, yeah. So 
So I think, yeah, you know, it was it was a it was a huge it was a phenomenal effort. A hit. A hit. And do we know whether it were they kind of happy, I guess, with the, the sales of their edition? Do I they think, know that I think the sales were really, really good. I mean, listen, we all know that magazines aren't doing very well at the moment. Vogue seems to be holding quite steady. I mean, you know, from all accounts it did very, very well. Good. All right. So and Kate, obviously, she um, she guest edited Huffington Post, I think, a while mm. a while back, as oh, a, like yeah. a mental a mental health edition. So that's uh, an interesting one to see who who does guest editing what next. Mm. If anyone wants to come in and guest edit the podcast, we <laughs> might let you just uh, just get in touch. Um, so that's what's been going on so far. There's been there's been some outings this week as well. Megan's not the only one back to work this week. So Kate has uh, she was at Wisley. Yes. Yes. Yesterday. T- yes. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. yes. With Tuesday. her back to nature garden on the road yet again. Well, and it sounds like it's now going to be there as a permanent installation. Is yeah. that right? Wisley is the place to go to see Absolutely. Kate's garden. If you've never been to Wisley, I've I can recommend it. I went to Wisley in June and it Did was you? marvelous. It is magnificent. I've actually. never been. It's heard of go. Wisley. Yeah. No. All, all, all the cool <laughs> kids Wisley? Yeah. But then there's the new Kate's new garden now to visit, so we should. <laughs> and it's got like added tree houses and slides. Yeah, two tree houses and a bridge to, like connecting them. Which sounds great. So I'm going to have to go back again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I may not rush. <laughs> it's, well, Missing the, out. The, gar- the gardens there are fab. They're huge. There's loads to see. And when we were there, there was a um, we saw a, a blue tit, which I think was probably on its first flight out of its nest, and it didn't know quite what it was doing. It landed on a piece of string and then didn't know what to do. It was there wobbling and, for ages. And I have a blue tit in my garden if you want to come to Queen's Park. <laughs> I'll save you a journey. Oh, there were many different flowers there. It was beautiful. <laughs> Go and for in all seriousness, for people who are royal fans and aren't in this country, as we know many of our listeners aren't. The fact that that garden is in a permanent place, if that is the kind of thing they're interested in, it's nice that they can, you know, there's somewhere they can go. And you may, who knows, maybe the Cambridges will head there on a day out just to, <laughs> Mommy, I want to go in the tree house again. We've got one in the garden. No, not that one. I want to go to the big one. <laughs> oh, well, she actually gave a better oh. one. She gave a little update on Louis, actually. She was saying how much Louis loves being in the garden and loves to go around smelling all the flowers and things. So, yeah, maybe he will be asking to go back there again. <laughs> Excellent. So um, so that's what Kate's been up to. Harry was big, uh, quite a fun thing today. Every year, well, we saw Kate do this before, where they go into like a broker's in London's Canary Wharf, the iconic tower that we are in, Ooh. actually. And um, he went to uh, BGC Brokers, which is the uh, one of the subsidiaries of Cantor Fitzgerald, who sadly lost so many um, employees during the 9-11 uh, terror attacks. And every year they run a fundraising event where they donate a pr- uh, proportion of the profits from the trades. And he closed a billion pound deal wow. in Terry today, which raised about 50 grand for um, charities connected to to former Cantor Fitzgerald and uh, Invictus Games. Wow, Amazing. fantastic! Yeah. That, is, that is a decent. We've got that on the website. Award the so check it out. Excellent. Um, and William has been busy as well. William has yes. This, but I he's really up like for this. another job. Yes, I know. <laughs> if he wasn't busy enough, he's well. He's actually so we we mentioned the shout service. And we, when we had the kids in doing our youth event, which you know our loyal listeners will remember, um, we raised the, kids, a pro the excellent from young people. The kids, yeah. yes. <laughs> well, anyone younger than about thirty, I call kids now. Yeah. So, so then when we had them in, they spoke to them about sort of mental health and you know on uh, young people on text message, and it was launching the service, this shout service, which is connected to the emergency services in the UK. And if you are you know in a period of crisis, then you can text this special number that is part of. The legacy of Heads Together, 
And um, he revealed yesterday that he's, you know, considering or he actually wants to do the training to become a counsellor and to really understand what it means to try and help people that are in that moment of crisis, um, which I think is, a, you know, a phenomenal. He's obviously very, very invested into mental health, how it makes people feel. Obviously, he's seen the benefits and the pitfalls of working in his job as an um, air ambulance pilot. So um, good luck to him. Watch his space. So that's, yeah, that's a, it's, a, it's a really good thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's a, I think we'll hear more from this as well, because when he does the training, you know, I'm sure he'll speak about it in an interview. Yeah. You know, hopefully with me. You never Hope, hopefully <laughs> with you, Russell. <laughs> um, so tell us about the tours because so that yes. i mean it's all this, t- it's going to be a busy few months yes it is going to be a busy few months because obviously we've got the tour the sussexes are going to africa and it's their first tour as a family taking baby archie for the first time who is five months now yes quickly do the math May. Hey, no, yeah, five months old. Yeah. And so, um, you know, obviously Megan's come, just come, finished her maternity leave. It's a big deal for them on the international stage as well. Harry's referred to Africa several times as his second home. Um, and know, there's also the potential that they may want to spend a longer period of time in absolutely, Africa. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we've talked about this, uh, that they're looking to, to try and set some roots down. There might be a, a spot of not necessarily house hunting, but speaking to um, um, government officials out there about where they would set themselves up if they were to stay there for an extended period of time as I understand it it'll probably be you know over the course of a, a project over a couple of years um, staying for a few months at a time um, so they are starting off in South Africa which is Monday week it's at the 23rd of October and they will run straight through to October of, of September rather and they will run through to October 3rd. So it's a 10 days, but it is absolutely jam-packed. So in the in the kind of their Instagram announcement, yes. it, they highlighted, you know, all of the kind of causes and interests that we've we we already associate yeah, with so you've Sussex's got, community, you, grassroots yep. leadership, women and girls' rights, yes. mental health, HIV and AIDS, and the environment. I mean, we know what they're about, right? So we've got, you know, the environment conservation, really invested in young people, girls' education, which is a massive thing for, for Megan as well. Um, we know that uh, Harry has a... Um, uh, he's a patron of Africa Parks as well, so we're going to be seeing him doing some stuff there. There's obviously the, the Queen's Commonwealth Trust that he and Meghan are president and vice president of, which is all about young people and their standing in the world. But I think really, you know, the, the real interesting things we're going to be seeing is them going to a township and sort of the, the optics of these things are going to, you know, reverberate around the world. You know, not only are we going to see Harry going to, um, you know, Malawi and Botswana doing some, you know, co- conservation projects, but you know, my the thing I'm most looking forward to is not only um, is certain you know just seeing them together out and about potentially in the townships, but it, obviously Harry going to Angola and walking across the land where there was a former minefield where his mother Princess Diana was walked through in 1997 to highlight the actual issue of landmines. Very famous photographs, of Diana. hugely yeah. famous, and just mm. seeing those two is yeah. you know worth a thousand words or mm. more it's it's going to be really really very very powerful and i and i think will be one of the the most iconic images potentially was, ever of the royal was family very certainly in the modern era when she did certainly. that i think a lot of people look at those pictures and think it was just a bit of a oh you know publicity put a vest on her off she goes 
there, people really didn't want her to do that. It was very risky at Absolutely. the time. And she really did put herself in danger. It was very bold. It was very controversial. And I think, you know, maybe people who, you know, don't remember, aren't, you know, maybe not as old as me, shock horror, <laughs> that don't remember that. But it was very, very significant. Well, it was like, it was, it was in the January before she died in the August. So, mm. you know, it, it, all these things sort of came. It was one of her last major projects, especially with um, HIV as well, sort of in the 90s. And these, these are things that Harry's gone back and, and, and is visiting now. Yeah. So he will be, you know, meeting people that she met at the time, which I think is just hugely, hugely significant. Um, and as I said, I think it's, you know, it's going to be an absolutely historical moment. So. Yeah, very exciting. And it's, it's reminding, you know, you talking about um, Princess Diana because you, you were already a journalist well, when she was around, but thinking about her doing the, the landmines and she that wasn't the only time when she did things that other people thought were dangerous, but she thought was important. And, yeah. you know, she was... Um, kind of on the forefront of of um, spending time with people with HIV and AIDS, and like not, I think I think there's a famous incident like she was wasn't wearing gloves because people really didn't understand the disease at that there time and how it worked. There was a, a lot of scaremongering. Nobody really understood. There was no kind of deep understanding of this is what you can do and this is what you can't do and it was very in the press and there was a lot of a kind of fear around it actually and then there was this woman who just was very bold and just took a stand and said actually I do understand this and this is what I'm going to do and that would have changed so many people's opinions and those pictures are seen all around the world so she had a huge impact and I think it's, it's very easy to forget that we remember the photos but I think maybe we don't remember the story around it. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what stories Harry and Meghan and yes. William and Kate write over the over the coming months. Yes, and they're obviously going to Pakistan as well, which is um, after um, Harry and Meghan will probably come back from, from um, Africa. Are you going to that one as well? No, I'm not going to be in Pakistan, but I'm going to, to do the tour in Africa. So Excellent. I will be able to do a podcast from there so you have All to right check hey. in with me excellent <laughs> that'll be a a pod save yeah. the queen first I, again you know I, th- I, th- I still think there'll be some massive iconic moments from this tour you know and they are box office whenever they go away so and when, when does pod save the queen go on tour because <laughs> oh, yeah. my bag is packed yeah <laughs> my grab bag <laughs> well <laughs> we've been on tour we've had days out we've been to Windsor you have yes and thank and you we went to Windsor to that's not tour I didn't take yeah. a suitcase to Windsor <laughs> we didn't stay over okay there was well, no we'll duty free <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to work on that but yeah. um, anyway right squad I think goals squad goals squad goals yeah. <laughs> I think that is enough for our first week back I'm sure there'll be lots more to talk about next week um, sorry if there are little bits of clanging where we've thrown our pens around <laughs> very excited <laughs> today yeah we're very excited to be back together um, and we're very excited that you've joined us once again to listen to us chat all about the royals and a little bit about ourselves <laughs> so um do come and check us out on on Instagram at PodSave. We're on Twitter as well. We're not too difficult to find, I think. And uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and um, what you'd like to hear coming up in the podcast. But until next time, Pod Save the Queen. Yeah.